Hello and welcome back to this week's episode of the TF Cast. I'm your host, Willis Stout. Hey, we got Grum here in the solarium. It's July 13th, 2022. And I'm your host, Jacob Bases. Today with us, we have Adam Steinke of the Alpine Cafe to talk to us about some new things going on in Old Town to include the opening of that business. But first, Adam, it'd be nice if you could give us a song. Glass was full, I kept it clean On the road, somewhere between This and that, you and me Find a place where you can be You know what I mean It's all good. Um, all right, Adam. Well, welcome back to the show. Um, yeah, thanks. 
different circumstances this time. We're talking about um, the Alpine Cafe, which is a Bistro. new edition. Bistro. Is it, it cafe well, and bistro? So cafe there, and bistro? There's a mix there. there it's, okay. a, it's a music cafe or a music deli and a bistro for food. But the the intent behind when I first originally started uh, thinking about this, it, it was a mix between music and food. And then when our operator took over and uh, he's kind of the, the manager of the food, he, he liked the bistro. So the music bistro didn't, doesn't sound as good as the music cafe or music deli. So, but really it's whatever we want it to be because it's, it's new and it's exciting and um, it's just kind of just starting to kind of take off with the music. And so. Certainly. I, I stopped in there today and it seems like things have taken off with at least the, the bistro side of things. There was a healthy amount of people in there. Um, but what's, what's the vision? Like for the people who haven't been inside or have any idea what we're talking about, what can they expect to find when they walk in the Alpine? Um, and what would you like it to be? Well, day to day, uh, it's a coffee shop and a bistro and, um, breakfast it's open seven to two. So it's a, it's a breakfast lunch type of menu. Um, but get, you know, meetings, gatherings, things downtown where um, you're looking for a spot to, um, I, I notice a lot of people having business meetings there, or this is where we should meet up, have a coffee and, and, do, and do some business. And that's kind of when I, when I started envisioning what this spot might be, um, it was that type of a, not like an open conference room, but a place where you could come and feel comfortable and sit down and, and grab some coffee and, and be right in the center of Old Town. Um, we've done a lot of improvements to the outside to make it feel comfortable and, um, to get people to want to, want to stay there and, and, uh, hang out on the, out on the boulevard, which is, has always been just crabgrass and, you know, just garbage for the first 10 years. And, and now I feel like it's, it's, uh, plants and flowers and, and people doing business and meeting with their families and all the pictures that I see on, on, uh, Facebook and Instagram are, are taken out in front of, you know, in front of the building there. So it's kind of a cool gathering spot, you know, a spot for culture in our neighborhood. So, mm. yeah, I, I, when I was, when I was down there today, I did feel like a little bit more of a sense of downtown. And I felt that recently, I mean, I think it's mostly because in the last week I've done, I've had the opportunity or the excuse to shop in old town for a few different reasons. And I felt like there's actually things that you can, you know, do here. And the, being able to envision what you know more walking space would look like there too is a little bit um, different. But maybe like what, what's the vision for music? So the music part, um, if we've started off uh, like every other Saturday, we're having um, somebody play mu uh, music for lunch on the stage. There's a stage in the space that's raised off of the floor. It's kind of a unique situation because it wasn't built as a stage. It was built before, and then we've kind of transformed it into a stage. Um, it's really interesting. I, I had a musician in there this weekend that always plays standing up, but he felt like on this stage he needed to sit down <laughs> because you're up above the crowd so much. Mm -hmm. And it was kind of a cool, like, more of an intimate kind of a show. But it's not... It, there, there's not a huge capacity of people we can get in there. It's probably, a, I would consider it more like a listening room. So where you get some really good sound and you get um, a few 
really dedicated music fans who just love live music and and you come in there and it's not set up like a you know it's not like a bar setting it's very intimate um sounds good uh and what i really want to do is is start to establish um that as a place that musicians like uh, that are coming through town or coming through minnesota would stop and play and try to build this you know build this crowd of people that enjoy music and would you know come down and pay for something like that to support the artist and um that's kind of my vision of the space because it, it could never be a spot where you just have huge music shows or events because of the capacity so yeah um, the, the stage is really built up like uh more it, it's more built like a set um yeah. <laughs> it, it when i was there there's plants and records and just all kinds of things strewn about it was a, a treat for the eyes um but it it has that kind of a I don't know. It, it seems like a spot for singer-songwriters mostly. De- definitely. I mean, we could fit a few people on the stage, but it's it's more of a spot for somebody to say um, my kind of my idea for my live stream. So we have live stream cameras that will be set up, and and once we develop an audience for that and how to build that audience, we'll start to live stream some of these shows. But my thought behind it is we call it cold cuts because mm-hmm. it's <laughs> kind of goes with the deli. Nice. But I also want it to be kind of like the song I just played, one of my newer songs, a place for artists to play their new songs mm. and, and get their new stuff out and, and in, a, in an audience where it's a, maybe a smaller audience, but they have some people that could watch it on live stream. And that's, you know, it's always hard to play new songs. That's like the, for me, I mean, I don't know if it's hard for everybody, but that's like my mm. hardest thing to do in public is play my new songs because you just get worried about what oh, what are people going to think? We're, really, you shouldn't have to worry about that. But the the stage, it's really a comfortable set. Um, set, like you say, it's almost like a it's like a movie set, and uh, it's got a lot of memorabilia that are, is from town from um, Two Fish Studios oh, on the cool. walls. So there's like a tie to the old music history, and I don't want to get more of that stuff in there too. I want to build more of a almost like a little museum. Is is there a connection there? The connection is the uh, that Christy Shook and James Brzenga, who run the deli, Christy um, owned two. Or she owned the building that Two Fish Studios was in, and Wes Shuck, her her uh, husband who passed away, was uh, ran that studio. And for years in Mankato, that was there was bands coming to town that nobody even knew, and and were recording albums at that at that studio or they were mixing albums and that studio has been closed for um i'd say seven or eight years and it's it's there's going to be a transformation there so um i wanted to take some of that memorabilia and give it a spot to kind of have a tribute to some of the stuff that was done in town um some of my favorite things that are hanging up if you come in um they had started a business called moving records where they they traveled around in an RV and they would record um, string cheese incident for incidents. Uh, Pixies was one of them. Um, they would record their shows as they were playing them and then have them available after, on CD to sell to the audience after the show. So they did that for a little while and then the record companies put an end to that. Mm-hmm. It was, it was too early. They were too early for <laughs> the record companies couldn't figure it out, figure out how to get their cut. So they put an end to it, and it was a big lawsuit. But some of that cool memorabilia is still hanging around, and and they were doing something that was kind of state of the art at the time, um, yeah. way before their time. So it's kind of like I say, a tribute to what was what had gone on in town. There's a few 
magnets hanging up, no alternative records. Uh, there's a couple different, you know, record labels that were early on in town. That, hmm. So it, it's that. It's it's a it's a tribute. It's a place for new music to happen, um, and it's a place to bring musicians to town and give them a place to kind of have a have a spot to do their do their art, what they love to do. So yeah, M- music seems to always have been a. It seems like you like to bring music into a lot of your projects or uh, be around music. What is uh, was, what does music mean to you and and sort of in general and then like specifically with this? Yeah, I, if I as far as I can think back, you know, when I was a kid, my mom played guitar at church, you know, and, and that was like the early on music influences. I, I didn't start actually playing guitar until about 19 or 2000. I would say 17, you know, where I would actually start playing. And then 2018, I started played a few live shows. So for me, and I, and I suppose that's a tough question for artists. People ask them about, you know, how do you write songs and stuff? And I don't even know how that really started to happen. It just, you know, it was just something that I felt I needed to do. And I've always been a music fan. I've been a huge music fan. I went to the first Bonnaroo. Um, and I just saw that, that it had its 20 year, it's their 20 year anniversary of Bonnaroo. Oh, cool. And I went to the first one and I've always been, you know, uh, my first show that I can remember going to, I lived in Macon, Georgia and it was REM, um, that their, their show in Macon at the auditorium. Mm-hmm. And that was one of my first live shows, but I've always been a huge fan. I think it, um, obviously we, we've all seen with, um, with the pandemic, what music has kind of transformed into, which what I like about it is a lot more people are putting their stuff on me- social media as ways to get out to the people um, when they were when they were in that kind of uh, weird predicament of what do we do? We can't play live shows. Um, I can say that I'm glad that I don't have to play music for a living, <laughs> and then I do it because um, it's something that I want to do and I feel passionate about. But I don't. I feel like if I had to do it for a living, it would be tough. Yeah. It'd be different. Um, right now I'm just trying to find out, find what to write the next songs about. It's kind of like writing songs is an interesting, um, what's nice is I don't have to, I don't have any pressure to do it, but, um, what do you write the next song about? What do you, what is, what do you think something's going to be, you know? And for me, it's Mm. eventually I'll record these songs and it'll give me a time, uh, uh, you know, later when, you know, in 20 years from now we can sit, I can sit back and listen and kind of see what I was going through at the time or what, you know, kind of the. It's kind of like writing a book, but I don't write books. It's more mm. of a putting it into music. So, um, yeah, I don't know if that answers your question, but yeah, it's, it's <laughs> but I do too. I do love music and I do love bringing music to town um, and and, um, and having events and things like that. So, yeah. it seems like the the new space speaks to that and and kind of I see it as how you kind of want to be. You, you want a space for that where uh, either it's your music that you feel. It feels to me like sort of an artist representation of uh, like a space that you want to see. Yeah. 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 It would like be that. for me is it it's, I wanted to create a space that when musicians come into, they're like, wow, this is cool. Yeah. That's, that's what I want. I want them to feel like the, the cool factor. And then that opens just up their music, you cool. know, to what they, feeling comfortable and you know I, i've noticed from playing live the past couple of years i'll go into a bar and people are drinking beers and there's beer all over the place and i'm mm. setting up all my equipment and i'm just like <laughs> i'm more worried about you know that kind of what's going to happen 
and and I want to feel comfortable and and that kind of, the stage really makes you feel comfortable in in the music setting and and what you can do what how you can provide the audience with entertainment that's yeah. but you're exactly right it's like my representation of what what I wanted to kind of and when I sat back last night and what or it was Sunday evening and just watched and kind of just took it in that was it was really cool so. How how long has it been since like uh, initial ideas were drawn up for the project till now? Well, the construction project um, we were hoping to be open um, sometime late last year, you know, November, and then it ended mm. up we ended up opening this March. But that was a lot of uh, construction these days is tough. There's a lot of lead time yeah. issues. But for me, I wanted it to be done right, and I wanted it. I wanted us to have all the kinks out and, and when we were open, be ready to open and, and not have to be chasing around things to get done. So I felt like the timing worked just right. And I'm, I'm doing the same thing with the music. I don't want to rush into it and, and make mistakes and, and do something that, you know, you can't take back. So I, it's, it's more about, for me, it's about feeling right about it. And I'm, I'm, I'm getting to that point. Okay. where where i feel like we're we're set to go we can we can staff it with some people and we can and give the artist a, a place to play and and have a good time i feel like the guy the other night just had a great like when you're on the road touring mm -hmm. you just every night's like getting into the car and going to the next spot jumping out and playing like he had a good you know he had a sandwich and he had a coffee and he had you know had all the things that he needed to to kind of rejuvenate himself so but, um, and next time he comes back, he's going to float the river. So that's, that's like, that's the key to the whole kind of situation is, yeah. is make it a spot that the artists want to stop. So. Yeah. Uh, is there any particular food or beverage items that you think like uh, that stick out to you? Like something that I need to go have? Well, we, he just, we just added a chicken sandwich. I don't know if you eat, eat chicken. Yeah. We just added a chicken sandwich to the menu that I've ate the last two days. <laughs> it's kind of like a, it's a huge McChicken, kind of. <laughs> but I think it's healthier than a McChicken. <laughs> I think it's a real, it's real chicken, you know. So um, the the, chi the breakfast sandwiches are all, you know, he mixes them up with bacon and ham and um, he even had a red bean one at one time for the people that are into the healthier kind of food. It is a healthy food um, uh, destination, which wasn't always my intent when I start <laughs> when I had the del deli first in mind. So when it was originally the Alpine Deli, I'm thinking like roast beef sandwiches and, and, <laughs> and all the meat and cheese you can add. But and that's okay though, because I'm, I'm at the point in my life where I do need to start eating healthier and uh, <laughs> and we can mix in some options. But and the coffee is great too. I, I know you said you had one today, Jacob. Yeah, and the, the coffee was good. I, I enjoyed the roast. I can't. I couldn't. Uh, I couldn't fault it. Yeah, yeah. It, we we get our coffee from Minneapolis. Um, uh, so kind of a locally roasted and, uh, the drinks are all, all of the syrups and, um, caramels and everything are homemade. So it, cool. it's all handcrafted. So, um, do you guys have options for people with uh, diet restrictions like a uh, vegan or we do? Yep. We, and I found that out the other night and the lady came in and she wanted a vegan options and, and James told her he could make any of his sandwich ve sandwiches vegan. So yeah, we are we are trying to um, trying to ha have stuff for everybody's diets. I know it's tough, but we we want to be have options for everybody. Yeah, um, 
Well, do, do you want to do another song real quick? We can segue into some other stuff or keep talking food. What, whatever you guys want to do. I, I'd like to hear another song. Yeah, let's throw another song right, out I, if you I, got I one. Give us another song. I got, yeah. <laughs> I've got some, I've got, uh, like I said, I've been working on some new songs. So Yeah. This is you can. This is what it'll feel like to be at the Alpine Cafe as a yeah, as exactly. a musician. <laughs> so if you guys, I, I need your help in in establishing cold cuts as a uh, as a, as a uh, kind of like a tiny desk concert. Yeah, that's, that's, that's I I didn't I didn't want to establish an expectation, but <laughs> when I was looking at this like this the you have uh, similar like studio lights to what we have the barn door style and like the backdrop i was like i kind of see little tiny desk vibes in here yeah it, you know and tiny desk is it was definitely one of my inspirations behind the space because as you cool. can see when you go in there it's you you can't have a large crowd mm-hmm. you know the crowd is limited by the size of the space but that's okay because you know and tiny desk concert i'm sure that only has about the same amount of space. Oh no, they pack that. If you, you, you get, <laughs> I haven't seen the yeah, footage. It, it's, of, it's it's it is someone's working desk where yeah, they work all the time. His desk. <laughs> and uh, like, I I there was I think Wilco was playing at one time, and they they turned the camera around and like I think the whole newsroom was in there. It, there it had to awful, be like yeah. it, it must have been awful. And there's other ones too. <laughs> their pace studio, you know, all of these little like just stage setups is kind of my you know you want to catch an artist. What I like about our location is if they're coming through up 90 Minnesota from, from either east or west, they can cut up to Mankato in 40 minutes instead mm-hmm. of going to the cities. And, we, you know, we can establish that, you know, and we just we just need some more options. We, we Mankato has been a music um, town in the past, and I f- still feel like it is, but I feel like we can do better in supporting mm-hmm. music and supporting artists. And um, we, we just have to have the options out there. And we got some, we do have some good options and it's just, you know, being able to uh, ha- have um, spots where people can play as they're coming through. Cause as you guys probably know, like you don't want to book somebody specific for your town. You want to catch them when they're on their way through. So it's just an added, and that's kind of how our, uh, how our musician was on Sunday night. He was coming through anyway. So um, anywhere to play and, and sell some merch and, have some fun and have sandwiches. That's kind of the that's kind of the goal. So, have you guys uh, staffed an engineer yet, or uh, for either mixing those or just like in general? No, we haven't. No, that's that's where you come in. Hey, you got my number. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys you guys need to help me establish the uh, uh, online presence or the or the uh, cool. the uh, you know the where people come to the cold cuts yeah that's <laughs> they, they they i like the name that's fun <laughs> yeah, that was good. yeah i was gonna get neon lights out back like like miami vice but it's gonna say cold, <laughs> cold cuts, cuts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was <look> cool <laughs> so anyway uh i'll do another song here um this is a new one so i, I forgot the words the other night when i played it to my own song so um <laughs> but this is a song about going to a luke combs concert so i went to a country show not by my choice but as, as a uh uh, my girlfriend was going and I had to, had to go and her friends were going. So I was like, sure, I'll go. But on the way there, I'm like, okay, what can I do to like get through the night? So I, I decided to write a song. So this is, this is the song that came out of the, right. out of the, uh, um, trip to, and it was Sioux Falls. So it was fun. The crowd was, crowd was good. And it was after COVID. So I got to grab a drink of water here. Anyways. This is what I don't do a lot. This one's for you, Luke. 
since for all the I, I actually love that guy <laughs> he's just doing what he loves yeah and mm. and it's it's pretty cool to see and the crowd is crazy and you'll hear about it it's it'll be in it'll be in the song <laughs>
still got tears in my still got pain in my heart it's got me wondering before it starts Cause sharing my feelings is never the easiest part maybe I can make a change before it falls apart Thanks. Like I said, it's a new song, a little, you know, just getting through it and playing it, but you, you understood the meaning behind it. There we go. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. So we got an engineer on staff. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Reporting for duty. Oh, yeah. We, we should just maybe talk about Old Town a little bit. There's been, there's been a little bit of an Old Town facelift. Yeah, it's, you know, it, uh, I, I moved to Old Town in 2000, I would call it 2011. That's when I bought my building that, um, that the deli's in and that, or the bistro, sorry. Um, and there's, a, there's, I think, 10 different businesses in that building now. When I had purchased the building, it was vacant and there was one business in it. So, hmm. um, and I've been through, you know, uh, multiple kind of rounds of, of new tenants. Um, I've tried to always be uh, a person who, tries to help people, you know, that want to have an office space or start a new business. And if they try to start it and they, you know, depending on how it goes, they either expand and they can move, move along or they decide they, that's not for them. And I let them kind of move on and, and without a serious lease. So I've always kind of been that, tried to be that person down there. Um, the building's changed a little bit. It's managed now. I've, I've, I've decided that as, as, my kids grow up and and things are busy that I need to simplify and just concentrate on the things that I that I need to do the the most or spend most of my time on, which is obviously my kids and my business. So I've tried to have some of the other stuff be taken, you know, letting other people take care of it. So that's kind of the mm-hmm. process of growing up a little bit, you know, and 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 trusting other people to to take something that you've kind of, you know, it was it was a, a project that. It, it was it took a lot of time and energy and politics and but really right now when you sit out on the boulevard and you look across the street and there's a bike shop and a game store and an ice cream shop and a music store and gift shops and other food options and it just feels really good that um that that's all happening down there because i feel like once Madison Avenue opened up in the you know early '80s, late '70s, everyone left the downtown, and and now it's coming back, and uh, we're not too late yet. Like it's still cool to go downtown, so we're not mm-hmm. we haven't passed the passed that spot, and I think it's going to be like that for a long time, and and it's going to take a lot of investment of a lot of people. Um, it takes a lot of people to do something like that and and transform a neighborhood back to what it needs to be but for me music and culture are the two of the top things that kind of help you recreate your neighborhood and when i before i moved down there and bought that building the city had just decided to do the park riverfront park so that was kind of my initial okay if they if this is the spot for that then i want to be somewhere around that uh, Mm -hmm. for when that stuff's going on so that we can show people what we're doing and you know being it you know when i had the outfitter down there which is still down there i don't own the outfitter anymore but it's still in the building but just to have the audience and the crowd of people walking by and i used to 
seriously, I'd wait till eight o'clock at night to wash boats so that people would see me washing boats <laughs> and give them kind of the, you know, the full on effect of what we're doing down there. Yeah. And now when you come down, the outfitters in the basement, it's totally remodeled. We have food options upstairs. Like I say, all the other stuff that's around. Um, when we get tourism, as most people know, tourism was what brings us money. It's not the same us spending our own money in our own town. We need to bring tourism to town. And now I feel like when they come to that, our, our old town area, like you say, there's enough stuff to do to spend a day. And, and, it, and that's kind of the, that's the goal is to, to get people to come and spend a day, ride, ride the bike trails, do the yeah. kayaking, do any of the art walks and all the other cool stuff that we've got going on. So it, it's really all that coming together that helps bring the tourism to town. And that's, you know, support, you know, that's what we want. Yeah. Mm. I, you know, the, the thing is, especially with old town is when I was down there over this last week, it did, it was starting to look and feel a little bit more like a, uh, a downtown, like the way that I would think about it. And, Certainly Mankato's primary downtown area, to me at least, it doesn't feel like a downtown when I would think of like going someplace where you have, like it's just bars and restaurants mm-hmm. down there. And then a lot of them are really kind of like college nightlife oriented. Yep. Um, and you know, there's nothing wrong with that, but at, at the same time, like that kind of like more walkable, like experience the day kind of thing. I, I don't, I don't, I didn't previously get that in Old Town. And I, I think that that's the direction. I don't know. I don't actually know who's involved in the politicking of it all. You, you, uh, <laughs> there's you, always you politics and everything, but uh, there, there was some of that. And I, I would, I, I guess I wonder, you know, like what goes on, like in the decision making processes of like, you know, like what, what are the, what are the motives of the people who want to see this, you know, area, yeah. you know, changed and, into it. And I, and I think when I mentioned politics, my, what my thought was, was, the city needs to back what we're doing mm-hmm. no matter what we want to do as the, you know, there's an old town association, which I'm, I, I know what's going on. I don't spend a lot of time. I'm super busy with a lot of different things, but I do read what's going on and I follow what's going on, but more it's the pol- the politics I'm talking about is getting the city to say old town is important to this town and bringing tourism and, and the stuff that, helps a town progress into the next you know it's just as important as a as a um, hockey games or any of that kind of stuff that's going on that so -hmm. it's just getting that support and and i think we we're getting it uh with the traffic uh the traffic study which you know people have their pros and cons on that and i have my feelings on that um i i don't like the temporary one or the the trial one because i don't think it makes it stand out but i the idea of it i like and i think when it's done officially with curbs and and everything is done up like it's supposed to be it's going to work and function in in Mm. a good way to to slow that traffic down and and to get people to see that we have all these different new businesses and and businesses that have been there and stuck it out and um, that, that, those are the ones I'm cheering for the most, the ones that are, have stuck it out. And, and no matter what, we're going to make it and we're going to get to the, get to the spot where I know they're going to have another, um, day of the dead festival. I think I don't know exactly what they call yeah. that, but that was one of the most fun days in that neighborhood. Yeah. That was um, amazing. That, that I've experienced in the last 10 years. I know, I know they used to have music festivals downtown and shut the road down, but I wasn't really involved 
in those like like i am now in in the neighborhood so i i share your sentiment about the uh like the visual application of the the narrowing of the road like i'm all for um the like bringing that down and making it a more walkable green space and like reinvesting in those businesses um i i do also i have a lot of questions about like the second and you know third like where does that traffic go and what happens to yeah. it and if we have any kind of like uh uh, you know, like public transit options that are going to be coming into those spaces too. And I, I, I guess it's interesting to see how the city um, is doing like a very public traffic study. Um, you know, you know, what's on the other end of that and you know, where to yeah. find that. I, I hope that comes out through the, the old town, but um, through, you know, paying attention to this, but have you noticed any differences in you know like the day-to-day foot traffic or like what people coming in are saying um i personally you know in my business i don't notice a lot of difference i don't have a lot of people come to my office but i know that the the bistro has had better days and i don't know if it was just a trans you know aggression of the business getting more known or if it was because of people wanting to come down and see the traffic you mm-hmm. know just come down and check it out and see it so I think for for the for businesses that like the coffee businesses that are down there and the ice cream shops and the sandwich shops, I think it's probably they're probably noticing some more foot traffic. Then I mean, typically we've always been a Saturday foot traffic business area where we want we want to be more. You know, and that, that's coming from Riverfront Park. Yeah, or, or just in general, like the retail stores doing business on set. Their best business is probably Saturday, where we want to even that out and have good day good day good day good day <laughs> better day on saturday but but have more good days than yeah. than and that's what the the traffic slowing the traffic down and just being safe it's not i mean if people would have just followed the speed limit the old way it probably wouldn't have felt so dangerous but you know people would go 45 50 miles an hour through there and and for me like i when people ask me like what i noticed the most it was when you're coming down if you're going north or south and you want to take a left turn and people used to try to get out from behind you to get past you because they would have to stop yeah to me that was the most dangerous part now you don't have to do that you get a turn lane there's nobody behind you trying to you know get around you so that they can get wherever they're going five seconds quicker what about uh not so I hate it. I, I live in the neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, the, in the, I, every, I, I don't have a I don't have a single good thing to say about it. Uh, I can't turn on the road safely. I see people almost get hit every day. It takes me twice as long to cross the street. Uh, yeah, the, I, 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 I and also all of that traffic is currently going through my and a, a road over, which are both residents that have children in it. Yeah. So I, I see a lot of ways how. It's benefiting the business owners, but actually detrimental to the residents in the area. And uh, yeah, I, I would. I really am looking forward to see where all that goes because, as of right now, it has been nothing but yep. yeah, hindrance. No, I know, and, and, uh, I, and that's why you know when I say my, what I feel about it, I, I respect what other people's thoughts are on it too. Yep. So it's not. Yeah. It, it's definitely. It's it's a safety. It's a thing that, like I said, I feel like if people would just follow the rules. Mm there wouldn't have been the problems in the first place. Yeah. And, but nobody can follow the rules. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and I being there for 10 years, I have never seen someone pulled over on that road 
getting a ticket for very speeding. Very rarely, yeah. I've, I've been seen pulled people... over on that road. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen people get pulled over for like traffic violations or like swerving, but never just like I've yeah. seen cars go by. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I see DUI pullovers uh, when I close at the wine mm. cafe, pretty no. regular. They'll yeah. they'll pull them over coming from downtown, and they'll pull them over like right in front of that block, in front of like the Hag or something. Yeah, yeah. That, at night, at late at night, but and I think part of it though is like. And, and I, I'm notorious for it too. Like when I want to go uptown, I go. I try to go the fastest way. Well, I think if you can figure out that the fastest way is to get on the highway mm. and go uptown, yep. that's kind of going to be the next route. Yeah, that would that makes the most sense. Yeah, there's a. Uh, I, I was complaining about this before you got here, and uh, Jake was telling me that a lot of it's transition transitionary. Tons of people probably that come to Mankato regularly haven't even been in town since the things have changed. And so a lot of the danger I'm seeing is like the merging. The merging's horrible right yeah. now. That's why I'm saying I don't like the temporary because yeah, exactly. it's new and people don't know what's going on and, they, and, mm-hmm. and they're and they going too fast. And But yeah. I don't know. Like I say, it's tough. I, I've stayed out of most of the conversations because <laughs> yeah. I'm just kind of like, you know, I'm, whatever happens, I'm going to be good with. Yeah. But I do I do want it to be safer down there. And, and maybe yeah. that's just policing it with, you know, and making sure people don't speed. Mm-hmm. And and if you could make the sidewalks a little bigger on our side, you know, this thing's yeah. like <laughs> Yeah, and I totally am going like old man, like I don't want my neighborhood to change. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. like now there's cars all the time and also uh second street and broad most of the houses are street parking too so this doesn't happen anymore but the first like week of it i just like wouldn't park on my street i would park like either on a perpendicular street or away yeah so yeah those those are my two cents but i am happy that they're doing absolutely anything to try to promote it as a shopping district i think they'll hopefully they can find a way that that ever you know is not just specific to one, yeah. you know, one one thing. Well, so. that should be the point of the traffic study, like because we, yeah. we had basically the same conversation. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, if it sucks now, they should be paying attention to it, and then the changes should, th- like, if, if it's just to like, you know, they end up, you know, building those changes in, and then they don't address anything, then they're going to need to do another study, and you know, hopefully, you know, do the ne- do the next thing. But you would hope that this is how we that the reason that we're in this situation is so that we can be in the next situation and that they want to make these neighborhoods walkable and safe. Yeah. I recommend going to the, whatever the little sticker on the sidewalk. I know they had one across the road, but going to that website and that's where you give your feedback. Cause that's where the city is going to actually listen to what people are saying, yep. not Facebook. Yeah. I want a huge roundabout at the bottom of Madison Avenue and mm. Riverfront, like oh, like be- a huge one, like take maybe some of that stuff has to come out of there and just make it, that would make that so much better in that area. Yeah, and, that'd be cool too if you could connect both parts of Madison to it. So you could either go up either hill or kind of, yeah, yeah, I like, or I like on that third idea. Avenue and you know, kind of, or like off into my neighborhood back on second. Yeah. So yeah. there's gotta be a safe way to come up with a, making that better. That would be nice. So, yeah, I love roundabouts and I, I hate four lane roads. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. It's tough. It's a tough situation. I, I, like I said, I listen to everybody's, you know, point of view and, and try to take it in and, and not, and I, like I've hardly, 
been specific on anything just because it does affect a lot of people in different yep. ways. Yes. So. Well, we're big t- old town advocates here. I mean, between mm-hmm. all of us, we live, work, and play down in old town almost constantly. And like it, it is uh, like I, I want to see that area, you know, benefited the most. Yep. Um, so it, it's certainly interesting to hear what, what you have to say and, you know, uh, notes from the residents along with everyone else. <laughs> um, what, what, we, we, we've now talked about old town. Old Town Changes and the Bistro. Is there, is there any other Bistro stuff you, you want to chat? or? Um... Not really. Just kind of, if you're interested, just kind of follow our Facebook. Uh, the Alpine Bistro Facebook page right now is probably where we're going to have most of that information. And I, I'm going to try to bring in some more artists um, and, and develop this, uh, this live stream where I can have a consistent schedule. Uh, and if it's, like I said, if it's local musicians playing their new songs... You know, getting some new new material out there on the live stream and, and kind of creating a schedule where we we I think with those things like you guys probably know you have to have be, have some consistency, or otherwise people kind of fall off of the. But the, what I like about the live stream though is we can make short videos that can be on on a library that can always be found, which yeah. it doesn't have to be seen live to mm. to to make an impact and and. But yeah, I like I said, as a new artist, kind of myself, and feeling uncomfortable, and I, I just want to kind of have that spot where people come in and kind of feel like it's their living room, um, and and they just kind of really get comfortable and make some memories. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, we're excited to have it in the area. So yeah, well, thanks, guys. Yeah. yeah. Did you want to play us out? Uh, I'm probably good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds yeah. good. I, I actually haven't played the acoustic for a while, and it's different than my electric. Ah, okay. <laughs> nice. Yeah, thanks for the tunes. Yeah, we yeah, appreciate yeah. it. Uh, yeah. Cool. Cool.